In the spirit of reconciliation, we acknowledge that this podcast is being recorded on the traditional lands of the Kulin Nation. We pay respect to their elders, past, present and emerging, and extend that respect to any First Nations peoples listening today. Hello and welcome to the show, the CTK podcast. I am your host, Sienna, and I am joined with... V And Kevin. We're going to talking about an excursion we did... We went to Werribee Zoo. Werribee Open Range Zoo. I'm sure all of you guys know about that because, like, if you haven't gone to the zoo, are you really, like, a kid? Did you really go to school? Come on. So it was a very fun thing. Um, We saw the gorillas, the hippos, the camels, the giraffes, the deers, the cheetahs. They offer a free safari bus. The safari bus was so cool. So I think the safari bus was a bus that takes you around like like a pathway and it shows like all of like the hippos, the gorillas. The Mostly camels. like the savannah and like desert yeah. animals. And they had camels. They had camels and I learned something new. I learned that like the a camel's like, what is it called? Like their... Their humps. Their humps? Like those aren't just stored with water like I did. I thought they were just stored with water. But I think more of it is just fat. So I learned that, and we learned about gorillas. So there was a, a lady, and she talked to us about the endangerment of gorillas. We split up into like four groups, and each group got assigned with like a role, I guess. Those roles were rangers, tourists, miners, and farmers. Yeah, and they all had like kind of like a role or like a purpose in like the endangerment of gorillas. And so we had to like, before we even knew like about like how they all kind of played a part in the endangerment of gorillas, we had to like blame uh, a group. I blame the farmers. I blame the miners because they have to cut down trees, they have to do some deforestation. Yeah. Just to make their minds. So talking about gorillas, my experience with my classroom, we saw a gorilla. We had the front stage, okay? We had the front stage. We saw the gorilla's body, head structure, everything, okay? If you want to know more about gorillas and the Werribee Zoo, you can go to their website. Oh, also, a way to help save gorillas is basically they collect funds to, I'm pretty sure, raise money and, like, if you donate 10 phones, that's petrol needed for gorilla doctors to reach the forest to, like, check up on the gorillas. If you donate 50 phones, then a veterinarian um, can help an ill or injured gorilla. Um, 100 phones gets a full set of rain gear, allowing gorilla doctors to work in bad weather. And 50 phones gets a computer for gorilla doctors to study, like, their health. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Donate your iPhones. Donate your iPhones. I think these are located in many schools, so it's like a bin and you can just throw your phone that you want to be recycled in. Save the gorillas. Um, Let's move on to the discussion of choice. And for this group, we have chosen to talk about high school thoughts and feelings. So basically, as a grade six... We're going to high school. We're going to high school next year, 2023. And that means next year you won't have us. Yeah. I think a lot of people are going to miss us, you know. So it's going to be a whole new environment. There's going to be different people. I'm kind of scared about, like, I feel like, you know how you have, like, a set teacher? 
Like, I feel like there's, like, different teachers. So I feel like they won't, like, care for you that much. I'm scared about making new friends. Like, I've, for me, I've stuck with, like, my friends the whole year. Like, my whole life. I don't have experience making new friends, so. How do you make new friends with someone? I don't even know, but a positive is that, like, there's so many, like, amenities and, like, extracurriculars and, like, things we can do outside of school that's, like, set up by the school, I guess. The thing is about friends, I don't know what to say if someone's going to say, hi, can I be your friend? You already made a friend. You yeah, know? I did. That's kind of leading into another, like, little thing that we did, uh, like, a week, like, a yeah. week ago. Yeah, but, like, the thing is, I'm not used to people saying, do you want to be my friend, right? I'm used to, like... We just, you know, just click. You know, we just click. I feel like, I think in this day and age, it's too awkward to be just, just to like, get straight into it. Be like, can I be your friend? Like, I feel like you kind of have to just, like, let the conversation flow, see where that takes you. I feel like you can't just, like, ask someone their name and then just, like, become friends with them. Because imagine if you don't, like... Have the same interests and stuff like that. Not saying that you can't be friends with that person. but In terms of making friends, we went to this thing called a transition day and I believe um we made some friends it's basically like two other schools St. John's and St. Monica's and our school all the grade sixes like met together and like we had to do like icebreakers all the jazz like activities we had to like split up into groups with people we didn't know it was a it, lot it was so fun it was really fun though but that was literally so good and yeah really amazing, amazing experience it was amazing. i was gonna say we had an activity called dodgeball and this person really wanted to like, get a good role in the dodgeball so he started bringing out facts about himself he was like yeah i won state boxing and like i don't know if i believe that but he said he got he won like state championship boxing he was a boxer he didn't look like a boxer but it's okay so, yeah, I don't think there's much negatives into going to high school. If you're grade five and if you're going to go into grade six next year and if you're worried about high school, like, it's going to be okay. I've, although I'm literally, like, shaking out of my boots about high school, like, I'm sure it's going to be fine. Just go with the flow. I just, the number one thing I'm scared of doing is just, like, calling my teacher by her first name. And I feel like I would, I'm going to get in trouble. I feel like, like, I have to adapt to the Miss, Mr, Mrs, you know? Okay, well, we've spoken about transitioning to high school, so let's hear from some of the preps about how they felt about starting school this year. Now over to Abraham and Elsa, who interviewed Grace and Nettie from Prep M. Whoa! Whoa! Hello, I'm Abraham. I am Elazar. And we will be talking about our prep experience. Alpha, where do you go first? Well, in prep, I was a bit rough. I would play chase and would end up, someone would end up getting hurt. It was an experience getting in trouble in the first few weeks. So I was afraid to tell my parents because I thought I would get in trouble. Abraham, what about you? My prep experience was also very rough. On the first day of school, like everyone else, I cried. I threw a tantrum. Okay, let's talk uh, to our preps. Let's start with Grace. Grace, how was your experiences on the first day of prep? Um, I was a bit nervous. Did you make any new friends? Um, one of my friends, he came along and showed me where's my table. 
What is your favorite thing to do at school? Um, reading books. That's different from me. Uh, that's just like me. What books do you like? Books that are silly. Oh, so, so you like comedy books. Nettie, how did you feel on your first day of prep? I felt a little worried and nervous, and I felt a little bit worried that there were going to be, like, bullies here. Were there bullies? Mm, nah. That's good to hear. How do you feel now? Hmm. I feel really happy at school. That's good. Same. What makes you happy at school? That I get to play with my friends and we get to do fun math activities. What is your favourite thing to do at school, Nettie? Hmm. Well, I might have said this already, play with my friends. What's your favourite subject? I like reading. I used to like reading. What's the change of heart? Um, chapter books. Oh, okay. I have 20 chapter books. Looks like you could learn from Nettie, Elsa. <laughs> calm down, calm down. Uh, thank you so much, Nettie and Grace. Um, hopefully you could um, work on the pod club when you're grade 5-6 also. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks very much, Abraham, Elsa, Nettie and Grace. Now let's start off with ICT and printing. So, in the 5-6 area, we've started a rotations uh, unit. After the first two specialists on Wednesday, every Wednesday we're going to be doing printing, ICT, and also media literacy. Um, ICT includes coding spheros and, Pyth- and coding with Python, which is more advanced. In printing, basically, we just need stuff. We uh, Anything to print with, like paper, we can bend it to make shapes we want, and we just get piece of paper we just print it we don't uh color it in yeah so we just press it like um have you ever seen in those shows where they get like a lemon it's like a stamp yeah a lemon or a stamp or like a potato then they just stamp it onto like a piece of paper with paint all over it they make a picture with that and it's quite fun it's really fun you can make different artworks of different people objects pretty much anything that you can imagine you can make yeah it's like art but with a stencil and it's not graffiti. Let's talk about media literacy then. For media literacy, we've been doing, we've been listening to a podcast. I think it's for from Squiz Kids. Yes, yeah. Squiz Kids. Uh, news Hounds. Yeah, News Hounds. We've been spawning how to f- find out what like is a good source of media we can listen to. Yeah, it's a very uh, important skill set to have, especially in this modern age. There's a lot of different news channels that lie to us, and some that tell the truth, and some that are one-sided or yeah, one-sided. So like. Uh, they talk about how good this guy is, but they talk about how bad this guy is. But like the other side, they talk about the guy um, the other media was talking about. Well, was talking but it's like, the opposite. Yeah. Whatever they called bad, that other news channel would call good. It's very political. But like, there's some news which is like neutral, like like both sides. That's the good news. What else was there in media literacy? How to make our own ads. Yeah, and uh, the marketing tactics other people's who make the ads use. And basically, we learn about like anything that gives information, that's basically media. Books, this podcast you're listening to right now, news, newspapers, video games, anything. Billboards, yeah. Yeah, billboards. Buses. You know, yeah, buses on the side of buses. Well, before we get in, thank you guys for 100 uh, listens on the episode one. So now let's go into our discussion of choice. This one's a... Uh, kind of funny and really interesting so i don't know how i found this so it's a micro country called the republic of Molossia. it's located in nevada usa the money there is 
Very weird. Yeah, so they base, the way they peg the uh, currency, which is the Valora to US currency, is that five Valora is equivalent to one 30 ounce or 850 gram tube of Pillsbury chocolate chip cookie dough. <laughs> <laughs> so they link their currency to chocolate chips, cookie doughs. It was founded by Kevin Ball and it's 4,600 meters squared. Something else funny about them is that they're at war with East Germany, which some more um, uh, older kids would n- probably know that East Germany doesn't exist anymore. Well, it's still there, but it's not a country anymore. Yeah, it's not a country. And it's surprising they even have a military, even though they're a micro country. They also have a space force. Actually? Yeah, they, yeah actually. Oh. Who they sent into space? And something else, they have banned a lot of weird things, like... Fresh spinach. What? Onions, fresh, yeah, onions um, incandescent bulbs, walruses, catfish. <laughs> what? <laughs> they banned walruses and catfish. <laughs> catfish. M- missionaries and salesmen, and and they speak Esperanto. What is that? And Esperanto is the world's mi- most widely spoken constructed international auxiliary language, which basically it's, it was designed to be. The international language other than English. The only sad thing about this nation is that the the United Nations, which is a lot of like different countries, don't recognize it as a country. But that, that means they don't. That means they don't, don't have to pay taxes. <laughs> I wish it was a country. Okay, uh, that's it. Then I guess we'll just be passing it on to the next people, Abraham and Isaac. Uh, we're passing it on to you guys. Thanks very much, Sebastian, Alex, Jacob, and Zach. Now, we will be talking about P.E., music, and Vietnamese. Uh, in Vietnamese, the word of the day is run, and in Vietnamese, that's jai. For P.E., we have been doing preparations for Athletics Day, which conclude of shot put, distant running, sprinting, long jump, and hurdles. For distant running, I'm feeling a bit nervous. What about you, Isaac? Uh, yeah, me too. Um, primarily just because I, 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 I can't run very far. Not to worry, that's what the training's for. For music, we are, we are being assessed and we are being assessed on how much we are getting involved and participating. And uh, Yamaha has um, donated keyboards to our music class. So, uh, very exciting. For our discussion of choice... Uh, we are talking about the history of your favorite dessert. That's right. Cookies. Cookies! Um, nom, 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 nom. Do you know when cookies were made, Isaac? Cookies originally hailed from the 7th century AD Persia, which is now Iran. That's pretty old. Yeah. In the 14th century, cookies could be found all over Europe, from real cuisines to street vendors. Do you know that the first cookie ever made is called the And the way cookies had spread to Europe was through the Muslim conquest of Spain. And the name cookie is derived from the Dutch word koike, meaning small or little cake. Fun fact, the first time a cookie was ever made, they were used to test the oven before baking a cake. The Oreo cookie is world's favorite cookie available in more than 100 countries around the globe. Did you know that Americans consume over 2 billion cookies a year altogether? That's pretty insane. That's the show for this week. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. You can also help us reach more people by leaving a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or by telling a friend about the show. 
Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.